Hello listener and welcome to a brand new episode of the Keeping Up Appearances podcast, full of opinion, debate and football trivia with a hint of nostalgia. I'm Callum Murray and here with me is... Sean O'Hara, Bob Gall and Michael Tosh. They say not to judge a book by its cover, but we might judge a player by their appearance. As Let's get into it. You want to echo me, do you? <laughs> just, I've got, oh, me lock. I've got it in the locker, can I just tell you? You have. Can you also tune yourself? I'm going to do Believe by Share next. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking more T-Pain. I'm not going to ask you how yours, what your day was yesterday. Callum will save that for the, uh, the start of M5. Cool, can't indeed. Bet your mine was better. Mine wasn't, I didn't go. Didn't you? Why? Not been well. Ah. Yeah, it's a bit is that, is that why you sound echoey or? <laughs> That's not, not even the mic there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've not been up. well. Not been well cold yeah, just like from Saturday lunchtime, just like, yeah, just felt that weak and all that. Weak really? as a kitten. Yeah. yeah, you missed you miss out. Yeah, well, I did watch it, but I watched something. But I, I, my theory was it couldn't have been as good as Newcastle when I was like making my decision. And I still don't think it would have been. It was great, though. You could tell yeah, it was great. It was great. I think it's the surprise of two consecutive victories like that as well. I think um, my new theory is... is I think, is a last-minute going 2 nil up better than an actual last-minute winner? Like, with scoring that second is the so re- great. Yeah, the relief of it, yeah. Like, I, I, was, I was made up for him as well. Yeah, but even, like, on Thursday, like, the Corey's was the best goal-like moment for me when they scored the second one there. And obviously, Beto's was sort of ruined a bit because I thought it looked way offside. <laughs> so I didn't even want no, to celebrate I, it. I was, I was already salivating for me Superbox, so I wasn't... I, I knew it. I knew it passed VAR. Yeah. I like the way you, you had Superbock for every time he nearly miscontrolled the ball on that 30 yard sprint ball. No, he did. No chance. Oh, that was a great goal. He's got no, it. He it, it, was a, it was a Umar Nias goal, wasn't it? No, but it was better. Ran with him. I, th- I think he'd be in. I think it was a good finish. He took, he took it well. His, his little Bullshit. arm off the defender was, was, was good, to be yeah. fair to him. It was a good win for West Ham, though. <laughs> My prediction for Silver being the first manager sacked is not looking good. <laughs> someone's, always, someone's already been sacked, as Who? Heckenbottom. Oh, gotcha. I said Stevie Cooper, though, and that's not a million miles away. No. Bob, you had Villa top four, remember? I know, yeah. And we all laughed at you. I also don't not, forget... I not had... la- oh, can you put the Farage gif on? <laughs> I had Arsenal and Liverpool to finish with City as well, so... We need to do a mid mid season review like they do on Monday night football. Did you have Villa as your surprise team, Tosh? No. No, Tottenham. No. I thought someone had them as surprise. Maybe I was thinking of Bob's top Bob, four. Bob had them top four, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable yeah. shout. You've got a top... you did specify Tottenham surprise team for the first four weeks of the season, didn't you? <laughs> That's still surprising me, Bob. Right, it's gone. Ready? So welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up Appearances. We have the usual squad with us today. We have the return of our new quiz any given Saturday and the usual Maroon 5 and Keeping Up Appearances to end. Given the 
the great success of the, of the quiz last week. I think we'll kick off this week's episode with it again. So I'm, Sean is looking very much ready to um, give us a couple of games to, to guess the score. So I'll hand over to him. Let me see what he's got for us today. Okay, so this week I've gone for the 2007-8 season. I've gone for an October game, Saturday the 20th of October 2007. Why Two games. That? Purely random. Oh, right. It's around, but that, that must be, I reckon it's around the time of the Clattenburg derby. That's my prediction. Conveniently, Bob. It, sorry, Tosh. It, that is the exact day. <laughs> what a shout that is. Unfortunately, Tosh, though, that, it's not on the quiz. <laughs> Sammy Hippie, your own goal. The kite, two. Correct. And 14 of the worst refereeing decisions you'll ever see. Get you no points in this game, boys. So I've got a, a low-scoring game and then a high-scoring game. So the second one should be a bit more fun. First one is Wigan 0, Portsmouth 2. Portsmouth 2007. Did they win the FA Cup the next year? They must have done, wasn't they? So it's that team. Did someone with a sweet left foot score? <laughs> sure. According to the transfer market, no. Right, okay. You think of Sully Montari or <laughs> no, I was actually Matthew thinking Taylor. of uh, Matthew Taylor, but was he was he possibly not there then? Mm, yeah, I'm not too sure. I don't Sully, Mon- probably... Sully Montari got an assist, Tosh. Oh, what a player. He assisted uh, the first goal. It's one of them a favourite of Harry Redner. Oh, good question. Has been signed them multiple times. No, but one of them is infamous, infamously linked to Ali Redner. Oh, is, did he come I from know. Zimbabwe? <sighs> he may have done. Does he have a great celebration, or did he? Yes. Okay, then we know, then we know. Know. Yeah, Benjani Mwarawari. Correct. What was it? One of these sort of like that? Yeah. I call it the School of Rock Lawrence <laughs> celebration. <laughs> I think he did as well yeah I think he did (laughs) massive fun Um, so that's one of the scorers was the other scorer a striker no is Is he a defender there's not an Everton link but was he a defender he is a defender yeah Hmm. I'll say it again there's not an Everton link I was going to say you you said Uh, that is it Glenn Johnson it is Glenn Johnson, yeah. Shout out, Johnson. Okay, so that's the first game done. Ben Johnny and Glenn Johnson for Portsmouth. Our second game is Blackburn 4, Reading 2. Is one of the Blackburn goalscorers Norwegian? No. Does one of them have a name that would yeah. be appropriate for around this <laughs> for around this? Holiday period. Yes. Is it Roque Santa Cruz? Ah. It is. Is the you... sorry, I'll tell you how many scores there are. So there's four scorers in the game. Is the you've Red... got one of them. Is one of the Redden players did Bob use his name the other week as Cockney Ryman slang for another word? <laughs> no. <laughs> so... Is one of the Redden players a carrot top? No. <laughs> is there an Everton link? 
<laughs> Do you know what, Bob? For one of the scorers, there's an Everton link for me and you. So sorry, everyone listening on to Callum and Tosh, but yeah. <laughs> unless you're me and Bob, you won't get it. Speak amongst link. yourselves. <laughs> Can I just establish does that mean he played for Everton or he didn't play for Everton? No, he didn't play for Everton. <laughs> but me me and Bob met him at an Everton match once. Oh, Benny McCarthy. Correct. I was I was actually saying gonna say Benny McCarthy with someone started the red. Why didn't you say someone start I was gonna say did he win the European Cup with Porto? That was gonna be my next question. Yeah, my my first question was gonna be, and slang. Is he a friend of Stephen Pina? <laughs> is that a euphemism? Sounds like one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um you got two two scorers left, one for Blackburn and one for Redden. So the one for Redden got both. Got both. Who was the other striker? Was he is Irish? Irish? Yes. Is it Kevin Doyle? It yeah. is Kevin Doyle. Good And then, so we've got one more scorer for Southampton. No, Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> that was last week. Um, Make you think. Is he a, <laughs> a centre mid? Yeah. Is he two guy? <laughs> no, it was just one guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was two guy. Yeah, well done. <laughs> ah, this this did well this week. I know. I thought that was going to be tricky. Yeah, although I did, I did obviously realise the scorers were fairly obvious, but we worked quite good. well there. Our clues yeah. led on to each other. It's yeah. just the winner should be the person to ask the best question, like my Santa Claus one. Ah, uh, see, I knew he'd, he'd throw that in there when it was him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll make up a different reason the winner should win next week based on what my answers. <laughs> I think consistently Bob gets the most answers, though. Yeah, he does, yeah, to be fair. Some good ones. I was listening back last week, got a couple of good ones. Callum, you, you need to pull your finger out. He's just on transfer market I'm, now, researching. I'm just, I was... <laughs> What's next, then? Okay, is there a little segue that we can go from... Um, Speaking of one game, let's talk about another game. <laughs> Speaking of one game with goals, <laughs> is there no um, any of the goal scorers play for either of Fulham or did, did Benny McCarthy play for West Ham? Briefly? He did play for West Ham, yeah. That's, that's worse than my segue, though. Speaking of <laughs> Benny McCarthy, <laughs> yeah, we can't do that. We're just, just going to go straight to it. So we will go from there into our review of the game of the weekend from the weekend just past. And it was a game packed with goals, possibly a surprise game and result um, with a massive Fulham win coming on the back of some good form for them. So any thoughts, Bob? I've only seen it in match of the day and it obviously was quite entertaining with it being a 5 0 victory. Um, the Harry Wilson goals and absolute belt would be a cont- contender for Gold of the season. Actually, no, be contented for gold of the week because there was a very similar goal in the Sheffield United game. Um, yeah, so I'm sure it was very entertaining for Fulham fans and it was for the neutrals as well and for people like me who really don't like West Ham. Um, yeah, for, I, I said Marco Silva to be first manager sacked and obviously they've got that very wrong. Um, yeah, I can't really complain, but two 5 0 victories in a week, can you? 
quite round off of that. Very easy on the eye, and it looks like um, our, our main man, Alex Iwobi, is coming into some good form at the moment, so long may that continue. Yeah, good shout. I think, um, obviously, in good form, and is that, do you reckon anyone's ever done that? Two five nils in two weeks? That happened before? Anyone know? I have no idea. I haven't good seen question. Yeah, no, not too sure. I think, yeah, I think last week we were sort of, when we were talking about it, we were saying, like, it could have gone either way. I think, watched, I'm similar to Bob, I watched the highlights, obviously, we're on at the same time as Everton, and I think, yeah, just, it seemed like, you know, West Ham were in the game until the first one, you know, they had a couple of chances themselves, and even at 1-2-0, and two nil, you know, they had a couple of, like, half chances, you know, Bowen hit, like, hit one on the turn that he potentially could have done a bit better with, but then he just seemed to absolutely collapse, and... I think Fulham look good value for it. I know last week I think I made a comment about Raul Jimenez not scoring. I think he scored three since since I've made that comment. So just goes to show I knew absolutely nothing as well, Bob. And, and so he said, oh, said you very He said something about Beto before Thursday as well. And also I think I said something about West Ham being reasonably solid as well. So that again, <laughs> that's proved wrong. But yeah, I think yeah, it was just one of them, wasn't it? It's one of them. Fulham just obviously in a good moments. I think you talk about the Wobi looks. He looks like he's playing in like that position where we've seen the best one from Everton, not just stood out on the wing, sort of drifting inside and getting yeah, involved. A free role. And I think they've got a few nice little players like that. I think I, I really like that P- Palina in the middle for them. I think I know he got, he nearly got a big move in the summer. I think he. I just can't see him being there next year. He's far too good for Fulham. I think. Yeah, just he brilliant. He makes the goal first goal with a lovely cross. Um, for him and as, yeah, and it just it's one of them, wasn't it? I think once three little up at half time, they're never in danger. It was only really going to go one way that game, and obviously they got a couple more in the second half to uh, consolidate. And as you said, a brilliant goal from Harry Wilson, who's, who's got that in his locker, hasn't he? I just think Fulham, probably for the first time in a while, have actually been quite a likable team, haven't they? I don't know whether I don't from... think I've ever disliked them. No, but I mean, in terms of not to be having liked them, but they're just a bit like a bit of a nothing team. At least for me, anyway. But I would feel like they've got quite a decent squad. I think having a Wobi there helps. But then, like, there can't be anyone that's not happy for Raul Jimenez either. The fact that he's coming back true. into a bit of form. And then. Tosh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's made me look like an absolute mug, so I'm not too happy. <laughs> but I think that Harry Wilson's just quality, isn't he? Like, did you see that chance before he scored? When he, like. Oh, yeah, when he turned it around Zuma. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I've wished that had gone in. And, I mean, obviously his goal was great, but that would have been unbelievable as well. I just think, yeah, they're quite a, I think anyway, quite a likeable team. So I'm quite quite happy to do them. No, I know you mean. They've got a lot of like players that you quite like, haven't they? you? Know, like, so say even like William, just like great, just just a great player. He's been a great player. Sort of thought he was done, but he's had a real revival there, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I agree. I quite I quite like Fulham. Of last week's review, I said preview, which was last week. Sorry, where I said the thought after when we played them first game of the season, we should have scored about twelve. They might have been in trouble and might have had a struggle, but I think we also said they're going to be nowhere near it. But I think West Ham, uh, considering such a great result they had on Thursday away at Tottenham, uh, a real shocker. Then you always feel Moise is never far away from it. A bit of a panic there or a bit of a, a bit of being in trouble and you worry for him perhaps if the next couple of weeks results yeah it is because he's not like a glamorous manager in West Ham can't have like that inflated opinion of themselves haven't they so as soon as something starts going wrong they're going to proper pile the pressure on them yeah I think and you know 
I we I, we're all quite biased because we quite like boys, I think. But uh, yeah, I don't think you can snarl at the job he's done there. He stabilised no, them, and again, you can sort of I can understand West Ham thinking, well, we've got we've signed these players. We were talking last week, you know, Bowen, Paqueta, Kudus, all brilliant footballers. Is Moise the manager to take them on to that next step? But I think we've all learned as well. Sometimes you've got to be careful what you wish for, haven't you? It's something you know, it doesn't always work out getting them managers who might, in theory, get the best out of them players, but they might not. I reckon Fulham's form will continue. It's a bit of a, a bit of a period. Yeah, I, you know, you, you don't know, do you? I, I can't, you know, they're, they're not going to win 5 0 every game, I'd probably say. But uh, they play in Everton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know. Obviously, they've had two home games, they, you know, they'll have an away game. Obviously, you'd, you'd like to think again soon. So I, I don't know. I feel like they'd be one of them sides where they'd be quite streaky. Maybe they'll be, you know, quite good at home and then they'll probably get a, a beaten by someone away from home. So, yeah. Yeah. I think where they are is probably about right, isn't it? So it's that mid table, yeah. not really going to threaten Europe, you wouldn't think, but we'll be absolutely nowhere near a fight in the bottom. No, no, I probably agree. Yeah. I agree that they're not going to be 5 0 each week and they will have an away game soon. I agree on those <laughs> points. <laughs> that I'm not saying anything. I pushed the boat out last week and got made to look like a fool. So I'm, just, I'm very much stating the obvious this yeah. week. No, I, I think that, yeah, it's a good bit of form. I think Sean's right. They are a likable team. They've got likable players. I think it's one of those because they are kind of just mid table and not really threatening anyone. You can just kind of watch them without any real emotion and that kind of thing. But I think as well, I was looking at the the times of the, the goals. Obviously, three and a half time, they make a five nil. Then I think the week before it was two and a half time, make a five. I think sometimes when a team's up three and a half time, they just kind of stop, take the foot off the gas a bit, but to keep going and keep scoring and score more, I think is a good sign. Got some of those like exciting attacking players. So, yeah, you seem a good, a good side. I think we said last week, well, I think I said last week, possibly both of those teams might be down there towards the bottom half. Um, but yeah, maybe Fulham might, might just sneak into the top half. West Ham, probably too good to be pointing to any, any kind of battle. But yeah, Moyes has probably done done as much as he can with West Ham, I think. I mean, he's done a great job. I think West Ham fans should be forever grateful for him. Like, I don't think they can moan at him too much. But he's probably just taken them as, as far as he can take them now, I would say. I think it's, 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 he photoshopped that. What's this? Have you not seen the picture? No. <laughs> You're probably going to have to cut it out. But uh, can someone send me? Yeah, I'll, I'll send you it now. It's very send funny. Me, there's some, send there's the some, yeah, there's some very, some very good gifts and memes about it as well. So it's worth <laughs> worth having a chocolate. Good one. Yeah, all the listeners enjoying this part as well. It's the best part. <laughs> Sean can decide if it's if it's uh, if it's safe to uh, talk about. There's too much dead air, I think, in that, in that segment. Yeah, for <laughs> the last two minutes. We are linking back from it. Uh... Get rid of anything that was me not saying Fulham have got a, an away game and <laughs> not going to win 5 0 every game. That's all I want in my hand staying in. Hey, is that real? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I. It, the originals I found. Someone put the original underneath it. I think he's a. Oh, so is he? Is he taking that from like someone's, like someone's social media? But it's been edited. I, think I don't so. know. You know. No, if you if you think you're I, on it, I had the I had the same reaction. So. Yeah. What do you mean, Cal? If you do what on it? 
there was there was um under when I when I seen it underneath there was like here's the original kind of thing. You spent a bit too much time looking at this, Cal. Yeah, I have yeah. Flight McNeese mate. Yeah, but to be fair, it could have been like multiple pictures of the same like thing. Could have been yeah. and by thing I mean Dwight might need a penis. <laughs> I'm not sure why you managed to bring it up when we were doing it. I was a bit taken aback when he okay. popped up in the, in the chat. The thing, I could see him typing and smiling. I think, what's someone... he doing? I, was, I, I, just, I was sent a meme of it, so it just made me laugh. I hope he was typing anyway. <laughs> yeah. My hands are up here. <laughs> so we, I'll link that I'll, from what I was saying at the end. I'll <clears> back to M5 somehow. To be fair, Carl, you said great. I've been great today. <laughs> no, what I can say, I'm. Carl, you've been a bit stiff. <laughs> well done, Bob. But <laughs> <laughs> well, like Bob, I did not see the game live yesterday. I managed to watch the highlights as I was actually in Madrid. Um, all day yesterday for the Atletico Madrid versus Almira game, um, which was a very good experience. But before going on to that, I will hand you over to Tosh to introduce our Maroon 5 for this week. Here's Carl, thank you. Um, just to quickly announce the winner from last week. So Bob managed to get his first victory and his first uh, submission onto the island. So JJ Kocha for the streets won't forget, a very worthy winner going to join. The Derby squad of 078, Jason Kumas and the rest of the uh, the crew on the island. This week's one, slightly different. Um, we're going to base it on, as Callum just hinted at, Callum's experience this week. So, Callum, do you want to just uh, talk us through your day yesterday? Yeah, so yesterday I was uh, invited to go and watch Atletico Madrid Almira at Atletico's new stadium in a VIP box. So it was a, a very good experience. It was um game was decent. The stadium was unbelievable. It's it's a, like a brand new stadium. To be honest, I think it's too big for them really. Possibly it was maybe just the game, but is that why you were invited? They didn't fill it. Um possibly yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they, they didn't fill it. It was um a lot of empty seats and it's very kind of like an open stadium. Maybe that's just like European. Maybe it's kind of not used to that. Um those kind of stadiums in England as much, but possibly some of the new ones are. Um, I couldn't help but think when I was sitting in there. I hope Bramley Moore is not like this. It was just too open and too nice. Um, but I mean, yeah, to be in, yeah, to, I, 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 I know, I, yeah, well, yeah, true. Um, yeah, to cut that out, I yeah, to be in the VIP box it was was amazing. It was a, a great experience. The football was kind of secondary, to be fair, just to, to be in there and. Yeah, and it was the food, drinks, everything else, um, before and after the game. Obviously, great seats, unbelievable view. It's definitely one to remember. Why were you there again? We won a tournament at Man City in the summer um, for the second year running. So last year Ball we won up. it, and yeah, last year we we won it and went to spend a few days at Portugal's um, national training centre, um, which was great. And yeah. This this time the prize was to to go to a European game and we picked the Atletico Madrid one, and um, so yeah, all paid for, flights, hotel, everything else, and uh, the VIP box. So yeah, definitely a good a good twenty four hours. Must have been wasted on you though. 
Um, yeah, there's a couple of no percent being sunk and Fantalimon, so say what you will, Bob. Uh, yeah, that was good. Great. Well, Lincoln's that then this week's Maroon 5 is going to be based on a football experience we'd love to sample. So we've, we're going to take Callum's as the obvious one because he's just done it. So go and say, watch Atletico Madrid at their brand new home ground. And we're all going to talk about something we'd love to do. A bit, bit of a bucket list footballing experience, you might call it. So this week we will start with Bob. What, what would your experience or something you'd like to do? As Callum mentioned, the Spanish ground, uh, I, I would have said go to see El Clasico and see Messi, Suarez, Bale and Ronaldo score, but I've already done that, so it's ticked off the bucket list. So I'll I'll go relatively tame and obvious. Well, I suppose it's not tame. Um, I'm going to sound really stupid now for using the word tame and say, put my forward my suggestion of the old firm, but specifically a cup final because I think that'd be absolute chaos. I think the atmosphere would just be incredible, feral. Probably be a couple of straighteners inside and outside the ground, so be quite an interesting experience. And I'd assure himself they could win, so we'd all be in a good mood. Yeah, very good. I was going to ask you, would you rather be in the Celtic or the Rangers end? <laughs> yeah, I think it's different now, isn't it? Obviously, with the the, the old firms at the moment, that they're in the league, they're not having any away fans, are they? Or very limited away fans, so it sort of does taint the atmosphere a bit. But I suppose a cup final, yeah, they would have to be a half and half split. That would be lively, wouldn't it? Be great. Yeah. My other idea was the Hamburg derby that popped up into my head because of that calamitous own goal <laughs> from a couple of weeks ago. But I'd, I'd probably say an old term cup final is slightly more realistic. See, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I think it's going to be probably be a theme for like all of yours. Mine's totally different, but. Do you know, like all these big scary derbies, they're just not my cup of tea. <laughs> I just want to go to a nice footy match. I don't like all that when everyone's like getting all angry and that. Not for me, that Bob. Well, you didn't. You said no to going on yesterday as well, so well, couldn't you... even stomach Everton against Chelsea. No, it's more that I've got a house that's about to collapse that I need to fix. <laughs> Boring. I think it's a good shout, but it's something I'd love to do as well. I think it. Uh, I think I just. I've never been to Celtic Park, so even just to, uh, no, just to go there. I have been to Hamburg, though. Hamburg's ground and St Pauli's ground, but yeah, no, I'd love. I'd love to experience that. That'd be pretty good. Sean, what would yours be? You, you, you hinted at yours there that yours would be a bit different. So I'll jump to yours. Well, it's different in one way and similar in another because I never thought I'd see the day that two of our bucket list experiences will take place in Scotland <laughs> but it appears they are but unlike Bob going for the old firm mine's a very very specific event that I want to be a part of so you probably all remember and anyone listening at home probably remembers the famous 2016 Scottish Cup final oh yes in which Hibs managed to clinch their first Scottish Cup, you know, I think it was about 105 years or something. Alan Stubbs was the manager. So again, he's featured twice now in a couple of weeks. And at the end of that game was the most iconic football song ever. It's honestly, even now when I watch it, it's just like 
gets goosebumps when the Hibs fans are singing Sunshine on Leith. And obviously, as you three know, I'm a big Proclaimers fan. This weekend last year, in fact, I was in Edinburgh watching the Proclaimers, one of the best nights ever. And that's what I just want to be a part of. I want to be on a big a big night with Hibs singing Sunshine on Leith. That would just be perfect for me. I've been to Hibs a couple of times. In fact, we went, me and Phil went to Hibs the following year after, so 2017, the semi-final at Hamden Park. And obviously I'm bigging it up. We're driving up there, bigging it up in our heads going, if they win this, we'll definitely get Sunshine on Leith. And then they got beat by Aberdeen. Yeah, you were jumping jumping on the band, wagon. If you say so, yeah. (laughs) But we're, we're, we're fans purely for our love of proclaimers, to be fair. But one thing I will remember from that day is Grant Holt had one of the best individual performances I've ever seen. He was unbelievable. Are you but, just saying that because he's a wrestler as well? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. What a player! But um, was he was he playing for Aberdeen? No, he's playing for Hibs. Uh, he came on, scored one, set one up as well. He was honestly, he was unbelievable. We we got kind of got robbed of it that day, and I just I'd love to be at like a big cup final or a big occasion like that and get. Sunshine on Leith with all the Hibs fans. I just think that'd be like combining two of my passions. I think that would be boss. Um, if I remember right, you know, j- just before they were singing that, weren't they all getting on the pitch to try and get to the Rangers fans? So there was a bit of a angst, wasn't there? Like there was a pitch invasion, wasn't there? Yeah, but I'd have been singing other proclaimer songs. I wouldn't have been like, <laughs> I wouldn't have been getting on the pitch. I'd have been singing uh, I'm on my way or something. <laughs> no, I, um, I, I actually watched that game for some reason because I, I, I don't really watch too much of the Scottish football, but I do remember that and I, I enjoyed the, uh, the the pitch invasion just as much. So, uh, but no, it's, it's a good one, but I, I, you've sort of seen it already, so how bucket list it is. How have I seen it already? Uh, seen them singing it, haven't you? You've seen the Proclaimers singing it, haven't you? You've basically ticked all Bob, the boxes there. Bob, Bob's seen the old fair? No, he hasn't. So, no, so I'm he means, to... like, I haven't been to an old firm game live. You've been I'm... to see the Proclaimers and you've been to see Hibs, so you've done them too. Yeah, he's sung Sunshine and Leith with loads of Hibs fans. So that's the same thing, is it? Yeah, same, same ingredient. Oh, yeah. oh, all right. Well, I've got a reserve and I'll bring it up at the end then if that's a big problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just, it's, as you mentioned at the start, you've got your pick of to the thing. You could, I could go and watch Hibs tomorrow if I wanted to. You could it's play, play it, but the reserve. tomorrow. Thursday, maybe. I don't know. They reserve Sunshine on Leith for the big games. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They, they, sung it, they, they, they weren't going to sing it against Villa in the UEFA Cup, but they did. But it was like, oh. they were, even then, they were going to reserve that, but that was a, that's like the biggest game they've had in years. Did they actually did they not put it on every game now? No, no. no. Otherwise, I'd, I'd, I'd have sung, sung it, wouldn't I? They only do it on like a big occasion, like a big win. Fair play, yeah. I've learned something then. I thought it was like, no, Everton play Spirits of the Blues 15 times a day for a game. Oh, no. Because, <laughs> again, there was another time. Me and Phil went, drove to Edinburgh one night for a Europa League qualifier. We drove there and back in one night against Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's Moulder. And uh, they drew nil-nil. <laughs> and um, no sunshine on leaf, no goals. Ireland actually played for Moulder then, though. There's a little fact for you. Did he sing sunshine on leaf? No, he actually didn't play. <laughs> he was in the squad. <laughs> yeah. What so, a story! Yeah, I, 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 um, I know You're I'm not going to win down, this. Sean. I know I'm not going to win this this week, but 
I'm not going to pretend I want to go and watch like the Milan derby. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be bothered. That all I want is I'm a simple man with simple pleasures, and I want to sing one of my favourite songs with all the hips fans. I just think that'd be boss. I'll give you that. It is a great song. Right then, Callum, what's what's yours? You've already had a brilliant football experience this week. If you had the ultimate football experience, what would it be? I would say going to a Boca game, sort of a big Boca game, would be sort of my choice. I think you see clips of it, you see videos on social media or whatever, and I think it's just such a different fan experience than what we're used to. Sort of culture yeah. and everything else. I just think it would be just very exciting and sort of like a spectacle like to, to see, but also just like to be involved in. And yeah, I just think it's so different to what what we're used to and like the the singing and everything about it is just not what we do. I mean we we boo maybe more more than we sing. But uh yeah, I just think it it's exciting how like passionate they are and stuff. And even like the stadiums are just like massive sort of old school big concrete kind of monuments and yeah, possibly doesn't even look safe. And even with like the num- the numbers are in there, I just think I don't think you you wouldn't be around that number of people uh, very often in a sporting event. So I think just to be in the middle of that with everything about it, the singing, the drums, the, I don't even know, like the, you will have, you will have seen it. If you've seen like the games, like the tape. Oh yeah. Drag, yeah. Like, like, like draped across it, and yeah. stuff and everything like they're doing with that and stuff. I just think it, it looks unbelievable. And I think it would just be unbelievable to be inside it. And like, so different. Like, I mean, like the old firm is, is fantastic, but in terms of like a, I think like the other games, in terms of like big experiences, it probably wouldn't be that different to maybe some some like Everton games that you go to or you know other games that you'd go to in England or whatever, or even a in bit Europe. More sectarian abuse. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But even even in Europe, the, the atmosphere might not be too different. It's quite similar, but I just think over there it's just a completely different experience. And like the, I don't know, the relationship with the club seems to be like so different. So yeah, my child will be going to like going to a Boca game, and I think that's probably like a bucket list for a lot of people. And as you said, it does. It's maybe not totally achievable um, you know it's maybe something that you'd only get to do once possibly um, in your life so yeah that, that would definitely be one if you had like an ideal one to go and do my shot would be able to have a, a big pocket game yeah it was it, to be honest it was my one as well we discussed it before it was the, it was the one I'd, I'd love to go and see and I'd, I'd love to go and see I love Boca and Boca my favourite obviously for Maradona but I think I'd also love to go and see River Plate as well near Ground the Monumental mm-hmm. and I'd love love to watch them play but I think as Sean hinted at before I think the violence would be too much for me again I think they're not allowed away fans in Argentina at the moment do you remember a couple of years ago when they were playing each other in the Copa Libertadores final and they had to call the game off because of like tear gassing and all stuff like did that did they move to Madrid? it did I actually um, I know somebody went to that one who lives in Madrid and they went to that what they went to that they were able to get a ticket it was at the Bernabeu oh. but yeah I had a, a friend Billy who went to a, a Boca game about three four years ago and they're like even then it's dead hard to get tickets. You got it through mm-hmm. like an Airbnb. Yeah, like you had to go with someone who like took you like as a guide the whole day. You said as you said, Cam, just the atmosphere and just everything's just mm-hmm. unbelievable. It's it is just a completely different game. You've seen even when Argentina won the World Cup last year, the celebrations and like for all that. And I think the Argentinians do it differently. And I think it's certainly that's something I think I will do is go and see a football match in Argentina. I think that's some, one of my dreams. So yeah, I completely agree with you there. I think it would just be incredible to go and uh, experience that because I think as you say it would just be so different to anything we've ever seen in a football match mm-hmm. Aaron asking any thoughts pretty solid yeah. option like yeah I think it's probably like 
I've got a feeling that's probably going to win it. To be fair, I think it's yeah, a lot of people. Would... The proclaimers big in Argentina. <laughs> Should be. The proclaimers aren't big in Scotland. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, my sister and brother-in-law have been to a game at Bocha. Yeah. And, and I, there's someone. <laughs> I, 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 was, I don't know, I, I, I don't know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask them now. Okay, a lad who plays for our team as well. He went, he went last year. He did like a bit of a tour of South America. Went to a few games. Yeah, I think. Great. I think mine. Then link to mine. Then lastly, um, as I, I went last because I, I I was going to say what Callum said as well. The other, the couple of options that were my backup ones really were like Lincoln's football history. I think I'd love to go similar to Callum. I'd love to go to Brazil and watch watch a game at the Maracana. I think I'd want to watch a Brazil match there. And I think back to like when the World Cup was held there in 2014, and like seeing a, a Brazil World Cup a ground for like a hundred thousand Brazil fans, I think that'd just be unbelievable. But in quite the opposite of what Sean said, I'm at the, the option I'm going to go for is um, Asarai, just purely for the the ang- the anger. Oh no! Yeah, we just said Asarai, which was quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Related to Dwight McNeil, stiffy before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, the the match I'm picking is to go and watch the uh, intercontinental derby that's known between Galatasaray and Fenerbahce. Um, again, just purely for the anger, the fight, and, uh, everything about it. I think it just I remember watching a documentary when I was really young, like not knowing anything about it, even like probably not even knowing what it was just on what was on at ESPN Classic. And just like the day before, like they have to close like motorways and stuff like that, just because of how like the fans walking up and stuff. There's like histories of like games being called off because they're throwing plastic bottles onto the pitch. Graeme Souness famously planting the flag in the middle of the pitch for Galatasaray and like nearly causing a riot. I think, um, yeah, just so I'd love to see that. But I think in reality, I'd be far too scared to go to that match. I think I'd have to, I'd like need to be in a hospitality box like uh, Callum was. But oh, just take Mitchell for protection. <laughs> yeah, Mitchell had the Galatasaray shirt, and <laughs> apparently, I was I was looking into it a bit. I think Galatasaray, the more, like the upper class team. I think uh, Fenerbahce, the more sort of lower middle class and slightly less successful. So I think that they're more the Everton of the derby. So Callum's going to Galatasaray then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think um, it's interesting as well to call the Intercontinental Derby because they're they're on what both sides of the river in Istanbul. So one's actually in Asia, one's actually in Europe. It's ad- actually adds an element to it. And I, I always had it in my head that one was like a cat, like sort of they followed different religions, but apparently that's not true. So I was I always thought that added to it, but apparently that they're actually fans of mixed religions. But yeah, I just think when you see like pictures on the telly, the atmosphere, I mean, like you always see stuff. I remember a few years ago seeing something like of a of an under like fifteens match between the two teams. I'd like, you know, hundreds of fans on the sidelines with flares and all that sort of stuff. I'm I'm all in favour of that sort of stuff. So as I would have gone Bocker like Callum, but yeah, I think I'd also love to watch from afar and a safe place, Galatasaray, Fenerbahce, at either of the grounds. And that doesn't particularly bother me. Yeah, no, I think that's a good chance. I think that, again, is like another classical, like, bucket list game. Again, I think because it would, it, I think, like, with the bucket, um, I think it should be very different. It's yeah. what we, we would know, and I think, like, culture and that. And yeah, I just think, I know we say, like, our oh, atmosphere is great and we've been to games where the atmosphere has been unbelievable. But I just think in a different way, and I think like as you say, just being like out, almost like being outside the stadium, like in and around the game, 
would be an experience in itself. Today. Yeah, and then like being in there and like with like a cauldron kind of thing. So yeah, I think I have to go shout. I think that I'll that could go close. Back, I think that might even win, but yeah, I think that's a good shout. Are you going to say something there, Bob? Sorry. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't think about this before, but could we not just have as a suggestion Everton winning something? Something I'd quite like to experience. Let's yeah, be realistic. It's, it's got to be a bit realistic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I suppose. You've got, to, yeah, you've got to go somewhere in between going up to Scotland or going to Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of realistic, do you want to hear me wild card? Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. So, really? I'll, get, I'll tell you how I got there. I was watching a film on Amazon Prime the other day, like a Christmas film, starring Asa Butterfield. It's absolutely terrible, that film. No, it is not. Oh, it's so take, bad. Take that back, Rob. What's the film? It's called Your, Your... Yeah, Your Christmas or Mine. Yeah, it's great. That's awful. It isn't. Don't listen to it. They've, they've got a second one that came out last week. It's, it's boss, watch it. I'm so I'm getting don't. conflicting views. I don't know how to watch it now. You just trust more. Uh, Bob. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so she won't be watching it. <laughs> but anyway, Asia Butterfield is in it. And I got, as soon as I saw him, I was like, I got taken back to Soccer Aid this year when he was playing for England and he scored arguably the worst goal ever seen in Soccer Aid history. But his celebration is just like, he, he could, he's not like a... a a film actor at that point. He's like a he's like a fan. He's just like how I imagine I'd celebrate. So I was gonna throw out there very outside the box, but the football experience I want is to play at Soccer Aid and I will not stop until it happens. <laughs> so obviously, out there. obviously you three are gonna have to say no before I get an invite. But now we could do it like you and Callum play for England, me and Bob for the rest of the world, represent yeah, Ireland. Uh, do you know what? That'd be that'd be the dream. I'd love to meet Cappy, Sean. But <laughs> <laughs> you out, me, Rob. <laughs> so yeah, Callum, you're into like your manifesting stuff, aren't you? Yeah. As a well, collective, talking to his water. Can we manifest soccer aid, please? Yeah, we're already on it. That's right. that's my dream. Soccer aid and strictly come dancing. That's all I want. It's happened, Sean. It's happened. No, it hasn't. It has. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. So well, there's, no way getting, there's no way I'm getting to a Hibs game. That's just too outlandish. Once <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you come to you and say, Sean, we've only got one spot for soccer aided, someone from the keeping up appearances, would you like tell us and like let us decide between us or is it just in case we'll all be watching and you'll just be rocking up there? <laughs> yeah. I'll just be sat next to the chunks on the bench. <laughs> you like, lads? You and Bradley Walsh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, it'd be a tough the... it'd be a tough one though if we had to choose between us if they said there's two spots. What kind right. of people play in that? Like Asa Butterfield, apparently, whoever that is. Like Chunks uh, Mark, and Sean. Yeah. <laughs> all, all the big stars. Mark Wright. Patrick Keelty must be playing his 70th match at the second half in goal. No, he doesn't play anymore. Steak Thico still about or? Nah. Leon Edwards plays instead yeah. in goal. Imagine you played Sean, you got there and you went into the thing and the proclaimers were on your team. No, nope, well, they'd be in the rest of the world, but I'd, I don't know what I'd do. I'd just mark them and I wouldn't know which one I was marking. I was going to say, yeah. I think I'll pass if there's only two places, someone else can. Oh, we'll fight for it then, boys. Yeah, yeah we'll contract mm-hmm. that. 
Uh, it doesn't matter. That's coming and the Sidemen games coming as well, Sean. So, all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, you, you, you know what? The, when, when, you when can both play the Sidemen. When both offers come in, we'll weigh them up, see what you want more. Yeah. I'll I'll start my own charity game and it doesn't involve absolute losers. Yeah, I mean, the best. <laughs> we the we best. played one in the summer. We played the summer where it was full of losers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Carl's laughing here because he didn't play. Um, <laughs> he feigned an ACL. Me, me, so me, me, any of you? <laughs> Come on, let's think positively, lads. Right. Okay, then. So we will wrap Maroon Five up there. So let's uh, recap football and experience. So you sort of had two obvious ones: Callum's experience, but also Sean's wild card soccer aid, and then our individual picks. Bob's was to go to an old firm cup final at Hamden. Sean's was to go and watch Hibs in a cup final and win in the cup final so we can hear Sunshine on Leith. Callum's was to go to a Boca match and mine was to go to a Fenerbahce Galatasaray derby. So as usual, get yourself to X, to our Twitter page or the X page and vote in the poll for the winner to which football experiences you'd like to do. So moving on then to next week's game. Sean, are you ready? I am. <laughs> Sorry, Tosh. It sort of petered out towards the end there, didn't it? Yeah, I sort of started the sense, didn't really know where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> so, our games are in the wheel. We've got three today. We've got a big game. And then, I'd say, two small games. One that would be absolutely disastrous if it came up, I'll be honest. So, our first game is Man United-Liverpool. Secondly, we've got Brentford-Villa. And then lastly is Bournemouth Luton. Yeah, that's the one we don't want. So let's spin the wheel. And our game is United Liverpool. That's not being fixed. I can assure you it hasn't um, been fixed. Okay. Go on then. Any thoughts? I think United are in trouble at teams and Hogs probably in trouble. Not in good form. Obviously, a team not in good form managed to to beat us. <laughs> but um, yeah, they've had a, a couple of obviously to beat us. Straight past Chelsea, absolutely battered that the weekend. Um, the, to play Liverpool this weekend is probably the game that they didn't want. But on the other hand, it's possibly a game that if, if they can't get up for that game, then it's kind of over. Oh, they're not going to get up for any game. So it's it, suppose it's like a final test to see where they really are. So, aren't, they, aren't they saying that Bruno intentionally got suspended so he didn't have to play in it? I think Richard Keyes was flouting that rumour. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a man who would do, yeah. <laughs> there's a man who wouldn't lie. He wouldn't sensationalise it. Again, I think United as well have got a massive Wednesday coming up. It's a Tuesday or Wednesday, sorry, where they mm-hmm. obviously could be going out to the Champions League. They could not even make the Europa League like from a group. Bayern Munich, Galatasaray and um, Copenhagen, you thought that that should have been a nice, easy qualification. They've managed to mess that up. So it could be, you know, you're looking that it could be the end of Ten Hag, really, if things were to go disastrously wrong. You know, if they were to think Bayern Munich are already through, that's the only saving grace, isn't it, that Bayern Munich could come with a weakened side. But Bayern Munich also got a bit of a spanking on the weekend. So I think they might not be keen to uh, get beat again. And, uh, you know, I think... Jose lost his job after a loss at Anfield, didn't he, at United? So I think there'll be a few people suggesting that could be the case because 
with the form United in it is hard to sort of see them going there and getting anything really with the form they're in, the injuries they've got, etc. And the people, they just don't look like... I know that the, the form, as you mentioned, Callum, is not actually too bad in terms of results, but I think anyone who's watched them just see they lack any sort they're of... They're not convincing, are they? Even against Everton, really, you know, they didn't really yeah. do much for 3-0. I know they've won 3-0, but, you know, like... Even again, I watched them, didn't I? I watched a fair amount of the game against Chelsea, and... They, they were quite good in terms of they were quite intense and they were giving a real good go. But, you know, even they went 1-0 up, they, they missed a the penalty. Chelsea had like three or four positions where if it wasn't for Sterling, Jackson and Mudrick being like incapable of delivering anything in the final third, they could have easily been getting beat at half-time then. I know what you're saying, Callum, about it's a sort of a game, isn't it? It's like, you know, a bit of a derby really and a sort mm-hmm. of, it's, you know, they should be able to fight and that, but... The one saving grace might be that Liverpool aren't playing brilliantly. Liverpool are in a similar sort of way that Liverpool are getting results without really looking particularly good. But that's also probably quite worrying for them, for Man United. Yeah. That they do a comprehensive victory. But Liverpool have always got the benefit of if they're in trouble, they're going to get a snide decision in favour like they did at the weekend. But they're also playing a team who also usually have that same thing against them. So. Yeah, so it just depends Yeah. the ref is. Again, I, would, well, I don't know, did people, anyone watch Liverpool on the weekend? Only the highlights. Yeah, again, I watched, they weren't particularly good again. They just, they've just got to this way, which I think they were like the year they won the league. They just, the first half of the season, they obviously raced into a massive lead, but a lot of last-minute winners. And I seen a stat the other day, they've now scored, I think under Klopp have scored more last-minute winners than United did in Fergie's time or something like that, or something along them lines. They just seem to win a lot of games late and... You know, I I think they're very much within the title race and yeah, got a really good chance. Yeah, and again, that's at the moment of probably worrying things for people who don't want them to win it. They're not particularly playing that well, and you know, like even someone like Salah's, like don't he? You've not many games this year. I've watched him and thought he's been brilliant, but he seems to he's still scored an incredible amount of goals, and he just see he's just he's turned himself into that sort of poacher and goal scorer and. That's a worrying sign for anyone because he can just score a goal out of nothing. What's annoying though, I'd say, is do you know, like the way you're saying Liverpool and United aren't playing particularly well. It's one of those where, like, when this game happens, Liverpool, let's say Liverpool batter them, no one will go, Yeah, but United are terrible. It'll be Liverpool just battered United. It'll be like the biggest confidence boost ever, and it's all anyone will be talking about, despite the fact United are garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I think yeah. there will be a bit of that. Well, oh, I suppose there'll be all the headlines, but from the Liverpool side of things, it's like, oh, yeah, we yeah. United. It's, do you know what I mean? But it doesn't it's really matter. taken into account, is it? In in the big rivalries and the derbies, it don't really care, do they? No. I think as well, I think Liverpool, I, that's where we could do with the Liverpool fan on the podcast sometimes, because I think, like, from my memory, they actually haven't got, considering how, like, dominant the last seven, eight years, they've been over United in terms of league position. They don't seem to path, obviously, last year. They battered them, but, you know, they seem to always be quite close and they've won a couple. Like, I remember when, was it the year they won the league or the, there was one where Marie got the sack and there was one where Salah scored. They seem to be two years ago, but, like, the, before that, they hadn't seemed to have a great record at Old Trafford and they hadn't really won away there until, like, they gave them a good beating. I think there's a frustration sometimes Liverpool that they don't put United away as much as they maybe should because, you know, I mean, the last since, probably since Fergie left, Liverpool have been the superior team bar in one or two years, haven't they? So... Yeah, I think I, I think you're right, Sean. I know what you mean by that. With that, that would the media go into overdrive, but I think it might not be as much because I think 
the media's already got that sort of Ted Hag thing, hasn't it? So as soon as Liverpool were to beat them, I think the discussion would naturally go to how long's Ten Hag got left, really? Because yeah, I don't know. It's just be interesting. You still see a lot of the ex-players. I think like Gary Neville still saying he needs to be given to the end of the season. I think Rio Ferdinand on Talksports Day was saying something similar. But I think if you do it to get two big beatings this week, I think things can change very quickly. I just think though. I know it's. I feel like it's pointless saying it because it's like the, the 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 argument you've heard now for the past five years. But at what point does it does it actually stop? And do they just go, "We're going to persevere with them. We'll have a rough couple of years when we get rid of all the deadwood." Do you know what I mean? I just don't understand why we still keep having this conversation because it's not. It hasn't changed since Ferguson left, has it? No, I think the problem is, is that you just can't get rid of the deadwood. I think that I think like that's you know it's the same. We saw that a similar thing on a smaller scale with Everton, where it's taken us the last year or so to get rid of all these people on wages. Like even though like at Man United, you know, Marshall's now seeing out the end of his contract. They've said it. It was in the news today or yesterday. He's going to not renew his contract, but he's you know like he's had like three different ends to his Man United career, and he just can't get rid. And the players have got all the power where you know they've got people like. Casemiro and Varane, they've given massive contracts to on massive amounts of money. And, you know, they're going to outlast the manager, aren't they? So, you know, they they know it. Like, I, can't, I don't really know what's going on with Casemiro, but Varane's must have clearly fell out with them. But he knows, Varane knows he's going to be there probably longer than Ten Hag if he wants to be, unless he's desperate to get out. And I think for someone like United, it's now they need that getting that Klopp or that Guardiola and that's what they've tried with Ten Hag but it looks like it isn't working and they, they need a bit more of a vision I think don't they where of a design of how they get themselves out of this situation rather than oh let's go with this manager and just hope he turns this rabble of players around when it looks like that's impossible to do with, with the way it's worked with Jose, Ollie, and Ten Hag now Yeah I thought um, I don't know if anyone watches that Gary Neville stick to football when he made the point about Martial this week, when he said the reason they've not sold him is because they're terrified he'll go and be good somewhere else. I did see that, yeah, yeah. And like it just shows you, doesn't it? How, like, you know they're not getting anything out of him, but rather than let him go to a European rival and then him end up knocking them out or something, they're just keeping hold of him. And I just think that's a bit of a sign in of what this club's become, just like they're just harbouring all these players because they've got big names. But they're not benefiting the team at all, and it just seems mad, doesn't it? Like, but you know, even just from a business sense, they've now paid his contract out. Like, you know, they've, they've given him this money, and then they're also not going to get a transfer fee now. Said like he could go in January, but you know, if you're a club, he wants him. You, you might as well just wait till the summer, mate. You can get him on a free. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I thought that was interesting. When he said that, but it's just yeah, it's just no way to run something, isn't it? Or keep that player on because I think he's one of the highest earners as well. Yeah, well, he will be only, yeah. Yeah, I've seen something, I've read something, I think they're like the five highest ends, like Casemiro, Varane, Rashford, um, Martial, and someone else, not, not maybe Fernandez, but yeah, I think even like Rashford, like, oh, he's been, he's he looks like the worst player the, the last few times. I thought even a Goodison, I know he scored a penalty, he was absolutely dreadful. And then I can't remember which game it was after that, when he was at Newcastle, where it showed like the way Gordon was outworking him and stuff like that, just. Yeah, just real bad mess Man United at the moment. But um, should we get some predictions anyway? Yep. Go on, go on Callum. You seem keen. I will go for 
just for, completely for the sake of not wanting to predict Liverpool win, <laughs> I'll go with United somehow doing something and winning 2 1. Obviously, don't want this to happen, but can't see anything other than a comprehensive uh, win for the Reds. So I'll go 4 0. I'll go. Yeah, I think I think Liverpool. You know, you can't really knock the record they've got at the moment. Doing a really good job. So, uh, yeah, I I'm gonna. Go. I don't think it'll be as. I, well, I could I could easily see four 0 To be honest, I think it might be one of them where United hold them out for a bit. Maybe even like nil nil at half time or something. But I'll go for two nil Liverpool. I don't I don't think United will score. I'm gonna throw the cat amongst the pigeons. Well, not too much, but I'm gonna go three two Liverpool because mm. I don't think Liverpool are particularly. Solid at the back, they seem to be shipping goals even against the littler teams. Yeah, they are conceding. So, yeah, 3 2. 3 2's made for a last minute pen as well, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> what a story that is. <laughs> or, like, yeah, like 2 1 down in the 87th minute or something. Yeah. Like they were, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like that. I'd rather just win 4 0, to be honest. Same here. Well, look forward to that match then. And uh, now we'll move on to get our magic number for keeping up appearances. Should be lots of choice for this one, to be fair, shouldn't they? But me and Bob will still end up picking the same one. But... <laughs> right, so the usual here, we've got between 50 and 450. And we're hoping to get as close as we can to our target number, which this week is 165. Interesting one. Are we saying current players allowed? I think for these two teams, though, that's not. You don't have to either. You don't have to be at either of these two teams for too long. I don't think to get that. Yeah, with a number of cup runs and stuff. with cups and everything. Yeah, that's if you're playing fifty games a season. Potentially there three three years. Yeah. We have a similar number for Liverpool. No, we didn't. So I think the number last time we had Liverpool. I can't even remember when we did that. Oh, was it the Derby? The lost, the lost episode. Oh, the Derby, yeah. Yeah, and the lost episode was like 60 or something, wasn't it? Was it? And then the Derby was quite Not going Nicky Barnby again, then. <laughs> it was 260 for the Derby, actually. Three and a half, four seasons. Anyone got a song link? Um, maybe someone you really want to see live linking in with Maroon 5 Maroon 5 <laughs> yeah just for Tosh Sugar Sugar please <laughs> why are you having us as Sunshine only ah yeah. yeah should be that really very good shout okay so our song this week while you're waiting hopefully you'll still be able to play at the end of it because I normally cry when I listen to this song so Hopefully, you move your pad out the way so you don't get all your, your paper all wet. Have a little listen to the Proclaimers, Sunshine on Leith, and when you're done, come back and we'll hear our answers. Enjoy. I think there's a fair few Everton links with this one, Bob. There is. I don't know whether any of our cast-offs will have made that few. Can I throw something out there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
on our first ever episode. Yeah, I know. That, that's what I was just thinking. Yeah, when Tosh got the magic number spot on, he also mentioned how many that player played for Man United. I don't think we should be allowed, and then no. should we? That's what I I'm going to say. So. I just hope nobody picks it, trying to be sneaky. Can I just... I don't remember who it is, so do you want to say who it was? It was Fellaini. Right, okay. How was of interest, how many, how many seasons did he have at United? Just, it wasn't see, just, just see what... Just see what gets you around 116. 170-ish, wasn't it? That one, right? And he starts actually taking the players. Oh, yeah, he was. He was spot on. He was. He, we had one seven seven, and he was one seven seven for both teams. Can I just mention as well? My second guest last week, James Tonkins, was um was spot on. Last week, you should, you should have said it then. What's this one? One six seven, one six five. I think I've got one of each here. Are current? No, I think I'm going to take a punt on a Liverpool player. I think I've got I've got one one of United. Yeah, I'm struggling here, so I'm just gonna have to set up for one of mine. I think my the one I'm gonna go with Liverpool, but I've got a United player as well. Are you ready, Bob? Uh I think so, yeah. You ready, Sean? Yep. Do you want to go first, Sean? Because you always get your answers robbed. <laughs> now this one's a massive punt, and I've got a feeling I've maybe undercut it. What? Don't call him that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's a Nicky Hunt. But I'm going to go for a keeper, a Liverpool keeper. I don't know how long he was there. I I had, I had, know the keepers before him and after him, but I can't quite wait how the time scale. Is this an Everton link? No, it's not. He, and he didn't have a straightener with Franny Jeffers. No, <laughs> I, have, I have written his name down. But I'm going for his, his successor, Jersey mm. Dudek. I reckon that sounds like a good show, though. I feel like he might have been there a season too many, though. But he was in and out, wasn't he? Because even the season he won the Champions League, like Kirkland played a lot that season and things like that. So, oh, we did, yeah. I, I honestly, I couldn't, I don't know whether that'd be short or long, longer. I honestly don't know. I, I just thought he was out. in from about, I thought he was in from about. 2003 till about 2006. Yeah, they signed Reina, didn't they? Yeah. Reina was the, I think the year after they won, well, the year after they won the Champions League and then because he, he saved the penalties in the cup final with Reina. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like he, he's going to be more than 100, but if, and I feel like he'd be less than 200. So I think that's, you know, you're going to be in the right ballpark, I'd reckon. Yeah, that's what I wanted. But I did that. I also had Sander Westerveld, but same. I wouldn't even have the where to start with that one. Nah. Um, Bob, I think you wanna... me and you, me and you have to rotate. I think I went first last week, so Did I you? think you. All oh, right, okay. Um, Alan put the idea in your head that for the Everton link, and I don't think I've gone for one in a while. So I'm going to pluck one out here, go slightly retro, and say Andre Kanchelskis. What a player! Yeah, I thought he was. He was I think he was only at Everton for like. <laughs> what a player he was, by the way. <laughs> what? What are you laughing uh, at? Was it. That was something to something, wasn't it? Tweet, yeah. It could have gone better, like Cal. <laughs> Great. I don't know. I don't get it. No, it's just it's, I think it's, it's always the same with what a player he was. By the way, I always oh, remember me, me and our Dominic always laughed. There was 
like it was on football cliches podcast and they were talking about they were at the snooker and you know they always say that same thing like when when you go to a football match the co-commentator will say something like you know in the stand you know and what a striker he was by the way yeah. there's, there's there's one where there was a jockey in there at the audience at the crucible and they had john parrot says something and what a horse that was by the way <laughs> um yeah again i wouldn't just a bit before my time, Kinchelska's obviously in our time. So I he what the instinct would be lower than one six one, but again, he, he probably was there. He was good. He won a couple of league titles, didn't he? He's supposed to be unbelievable yeah. on his day and was supposed to be still unbelievable. Someone said made a comment about like the last sort of genuine like where maybe approaching world class player that Everton signed, maybe maybe before James Rodriguez. But um Guan Cal, what have you got? I believe you said that I... Bain's his birthday. You don't sound world class players from Wigan, Bob. Oh, I suppose we, we made them world class, yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, as well, Bob, wasn't that the day when the day we when Blayton Baines came to watch us with Steve McLaren? Wasn't that the day we met Benny McCarthy? <laughs> oh, that's all tied together. That, yeah, it's all tied together. Plans from my this podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, Sean winching <laughs> the other day. <laughs> okay. I've done with some. Someone who I see, I think was mentioned last week in the street. Don't forget, not as a, an answer, but someone who was mentioned a bit. I think he was anyway because I ended up watching Street Don't Forget videos of him. I've gone with Dimitar Berbatov, who I think was at United for a few seasons. So my my thinking with this number was that you probably need to be there for three or four ish, three or four ish seasons. I seem to remember that's kind of all he was there for. Um, I don't think he was a player who played all the time. I don't no. think. Um, but yeah, obviously, it means watching the videos of like those sorts of streets, don't forget compilations. I mean, it's unbelievable. What um, a horse he was, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think, again, like maybe some of the others, he's over 100, probably less than 200 um, in the ballpark. Yeah, good shout. I think, um, yeah, he he was because they had quite a lot of options, didn't they? When they signed, and they still had, you know, Tevez, Ronaldo, and that. And I think he was famously one of the Champions League finals. I think, and Michael Owen was put in the squad. I think that was twenty eleven. I think, yeah, I think he wasn't too happy with the way he was always treated. Even the year he finished top scorer in the Prem, I think he was left out in a lot of the big games. Um, but yeah, could be good. My one, yeah, I had a few players, but none that I was particularly happy with. Yeah, United, I was sort of thinking Johnny Evans, maybe obviously two spells, but that first one, but I think he was probably two, not enough, but I don't know. A current player, I was thinking maybe Bruno Fernandez is up at that range now. He seems to have been there four-ish years. And then the other older one was maybe someone like Dwight York, who was probably only there about three, four years, let, like let go quite early. He was only there just thinking he joined the year off the treble. But the answer I'm going for is actually a Liverpool one. Um and I'm going to go for Mascherano. Yeah, again, in my head, just there. <laughs> that time would have been, you know, like they were going reasonably far in the Champions League, etc. But again, might be slightly less. I'm not too sure. You muted, Sean. Sorry, I've just been shaking my head. I had my second option. I've just checked and I'm so annoyed. I've just checked it. What was your second option? Chicharito. Oh, oh. I'm so annoyed. But 
Are you, have you not checked any of the others, like? Or? No, no, because I, I just thought I've got in. I probably shouldn't have checked them because. No, it takes me four hours. You're checking all of your second choice. Ah. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Cool. I've checked. I'm in the process of checking three of them now, so I'll have it done soon. You just keep checking all the ones you didn't say, Sean. Okay, that's sad. Can I get the photo? Oh, sorry. I got my I got my Raz cap this week for Bobo. I didn't I didn't have you down as a Raz cap guy. I've got I, I was looking, I've got three Raz caps. I didn't think honestly, how many times would you have said Tosh has been the Raz? <laughs> no way have you been three times. Uh, what about me you don't know, sure. Yeah. Last and week I proved ne- that. I never bought any of them. Sad. <laughs> All I the didn't steal, I didn't steal them. <laughs> <laughs> Right, just give me 30 seconds. I just need to do some air calculate. Oh, sorry. Right. Done. You mentioned Dwight York before. Me? I was saying he's a possible Why? So someone checked him? No, no one checked. I haven't checked him, but my dad accidentally called Dwight McNeil Dwight York yesterday. It really made me laugh. (laughs) I don't know why I found it so funny, but he's clearly losing his marbles. Um, results are in. So then, um, another good week for guessing, all within 30. So, again, the, the people who are accusing of us of all cheating are going to be bringing that up again, I would have thought. In fourth place this week with 139 appearances, so 26 out, was Javier Mascarano. So fourth place for me this week, which means there might be a new lead at the top. Third place with 186 and 21 out. Jersey do deck. Come on. Still a good Bye guess, though, Sean. <laughs> You'll get there. In second place with 149. So 16 out was Dimitar Berbatov, which means, which has become quite a running theme. Recently, Bob wins it with another brilliant guess, Konchelskis 1-6-1, so just four out. Bob rattling off some single figures out there, unbelievable. Very good guess. It's the Everton link. Everton Everton never fail. So, fantastic guesses. Okay, let's quickly turn then to our updated league table. For the first time all season, I think we've got a brand new leader at the top. Bob currently sitting pretty on 52 points. Tosh is in second place on 50. Callum in third on 46. And Sean still bottom on 38. Well, that's long, Tosh, don't worry. Uh, Bob, you're in scintillating form. Oh, unbelievable. unbelievable. <laughs> just, just like the just like the Toffees. That's it. You do well in the Toffees do well. I've always said that. And I think we should do some points deductions like the Toffees as well, Percy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a ban I'll get a banner with corrupt on and Sean's face. Yeah. In fairness. That's all. That's all. Can think... you get can you get the photo of me, Sean, with this, please? Change the photo. <laughs> you actually want one? Now, now that I'm second on the leaderboard, yeah. So that is all we have time for for today's episode of Keeping Up Appearances. We had a great quiz at the start, some excellent shouts and some good teamwork. 
Ruin five is a good one this week. Lots of bucket lists, hopefully, to be ticked. And another fantastic week for Bob in keeping up appearances, which takes him top of the table. Let's see if he can ride out and withstand the pressure of being chased. We'll see you next week.